Hey everybody, welcome back to Alabama Care. Today we have CEO Hunter Norwood and his mom Michelle from A Little Something Extra Ice Cream. I'm going to hand it over to you Hunter and Michelle if you want to introduce yourselves. Well good morning. I'm Michelle Norwood and I am the CEO Hunter's mom and we own A Little Something Extra Ice Cream. Hunter, do you want to introduce yourself? Introducing myself. Sure. Tell everybody who you are. I'm the CEO. He's the CEO. Tell them your name. My name is Uncle Wood. It's so good to meet y'all. So if if y'all see me looking down at any time, it's because I'm going to be keeping an eye on the chat to see if any of the viewers have questions for y'all. Great. We love it. Hunter, what is your favorite ice cream? Simiclor. Yum. Yes, it is a wonderful ice cream too. It's two chocolate chip cookies between chocolate chip and vanilla ice cream. And we sell a boatload of those because it's Hunter's favorite and it's delicious. I've never even heard of that one. It sounds so good. So um, do you want to talk about how, how, how did a little something special, how did that get started? Um, like where did the idea come from? So I am a special education teacher. And um, some of my students began working in the school break store. And I watched as they developed financial literacy skills and their social skills um, developed. And it was just a wonderful opportunity for them. And so as Hunter started approaching his later teenage years, um, I started thinking about things that he might could do. We are from a small rural community and there are limited opportunities for people. Um, with intellectual exceptionalities. So um, I always wanted to see an ice cream truck in our community and we never had one. So all of those uh, different things just kind of merged together. And that's where the ice cream truck idea came to life. Oh, that is so cool. I've, I've never seen one either. We've never uh -huh. had one in our small town. So how long, how long have y'all been doing it? We've just had our third year anniversary um, and it, it actually, we launched it the end of August and a lot of people thought that was a crazy idea, but it's just how the chips fell into place. Yeah. But it actually ended up being a great idea um, because people learned about us. Uh, we attended festival after festival every weekend. And then when the warm weather rolled around that next spring, uh, people already knew about us and we started getting a lot of events then. Oh, that's so cool. Um, how... Like, um, do y'all operate year round? Generally, we have operated from about March through November, mm -hmm. um, but we have a uh, concession trailer now and we have an ice cream cart now. So we have the capability to actually operate year round for indoor events. Mm -hmm. um, so we hope that those, those opportunities actually present themselves this winter. Oh, that is so neat. I didn't know y'all had a little cart too. How cool. Yes. Um, so the name, I love the name. Thank you. So cute. Um, so and the faces on the side of the truck, can you can you tell me about those? Sure. So the name a little something extra ice cream comes from the extra chromosome that causes Down syndrome. And then um, if you look at the logo, there's also a Down syndrome awareness ribbon, uh, which is implemented into that. And um, I like to tell people also the fancy A is because if you ever read a fairy tale, it always starts out with a fancy O. 
with yeah. once upon a time. So yeah. we put that fancy A in there because we realized that we um, are living out a dream. It's like a fairy tale. It's been awesome. So if you look at the faces on the truck, you're going to see a lot of beautiful people. Many have Down syndrome, some have autism, some have trisomy 13. We have just a wide variety of exceptionalities. Mm -hmm. um, and these are people who uh, our truck represents because there's so much ability within any disability. And that's what a little something extra ice cream wants to highlight. I love that so much. So we have a question. Okay. Now how much did the truck cost or what um, what were the upstart costs to the business? Well, we um, actually had, uh, we were blessed to come in, into a truck that um, was within our price range. We, we financed everything, our family financed everything personally without um, a business loan. So you can find trucks. We have a Mercedes Sprinter because their catchphrase for this business is we're so extra. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a Mercedes. Um, so, you know, I think the startup cost would be would vary depending on we we were actually able to find um, an ice cream freezer uh, at a great rate versus what we could have bought it online. Um, so those costs are going to vary just dependent on on what kind of deals that you could come into. Right. Speaking of that catchphrase, I saw a picture of Hunter in a shirt that said, I'm so extra. And I love that. That was so Yes. Cool. Yes. We, uh, we have a lot of different shirts. Um, the shirt that he wears, he has on now oh. on the back, it says, she can see it. Uh, it says, I'm an ice cream expert. What's your superpower? And oh, it has your cool. logo on the front. Yes. I love that. Do y'all sell those? Or is it we, do, we do sell those or we take orders. We don't normally keep them on the truck. Mm -hmm. um, we did at one time, but where we started out setting up at festivals for long periods, now we are pretty much um, booked to go into private events where, you know, we set up for like their employees and things like that. So we don't typically keep the truck, uh, the shirts in our truck anymore, but we do take orders. Okay, so how do people order those? Like can you message uh, on Facebook or your website? Yes, so they can reach out to us through um, Facebook, uh, A Little Something Extra Ice Cream, or through our website, a little something extra ice cream .com, or even email us. Um, and that email is extra ice cream at yahoo.com. Okay, we'll be sure I we'll call that in. Do what? Hunter set up his own, uh, his own email, but <laughs> oh, okay. he's just going to tell you he had an iCloud email. Oh, cool. We'll, we'll put all that in the comments and everything after this. Thank you. So more about the employees. How many, how many do y'all have? So right now we have 22 young adults who were trained to uh, work in the ice cream truck. And these are from uh, our county and surrounding counties. And the way that it works, obviously our ice cream truck can't accommodate 22 or 23 people at a time. So when we have events, whatever area uh, we are setting up in, those are the people that we contact to come and work with us. So it works out really well. Yeah. Uh, we are in the process of, of um having applications and interviewing some of the students at crossing points at the University of Alabama. So hopefully we'll have some additional employees to add to add to our wall of fame uh, in the truck. And our wall of fame is uh, the wall where they keep their badges. They each have a badge 
uh, with their name and it says ice cream expert on it. So what does that mean to be an ice cream expert? Like um, how, and how do you become one? Okay, so people, um, most of the ice cream experts that we have to date are people who we have been affiliated with and have, have joined us through our journey of Down syndrome. Um, and uh, just because it's a, a journey of Down syndrome does not mean that each of them have, have Down syndrome. Some of them have, like as I mentioned earlier, a variety of exceptionalities. And these people reach out to us, their families reach out to us. So each spring we have a training and these uh, young ladies and young men go through the training to become ice cream experts. They learn about product knowledge. They uh, work on social skills. They do mock transactions. They have an oath that they take to be the best ice cream expert that they can be. And then they graduate with a certificate that declares them a certified ice cream expert. And at that point, they um, receive their badge and their uniform. And apparently Hunter is really filling his Cheerios this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How cool, that is so neat that they got, get a certificate and earn a badge and everything. That's so special. It, it is very special. Um, I know when Hunter was born, um, I, I worried that he, he might not get the experiences or we might not even get to uh, experience the those experiences of him going through these things. So this, this uh, certification process, it allows families to see their children succeed and do things that maybe at one time they feared that they would never experience. Right. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and how, how, how do they go about applying? Do they just like reach out? They can, they just reach out and then, um, um, we go from there. Uh, we usually schedule that we have, we don't have a set date in the spring yet. Uh, we kind of work it around weather and events and things of that nature. So we usually have it scheduled three or four weeks in advance. And, and that way everybody can know the location and be prepared to attend. That is so cool. So, so when these, um, so, so what are some of like the skills that, that they don't learn and take from this? Well, I know with Hunter and with a lot of our experts, uh, repetition is a beautiful thing. And so, um, I'm, Hunter has learned so many financial literacy skills. He knows now how much one ice cream versus two ice cream and three mm -hmm. ice creams cost. And it's just the power of repetition and, and verbalizing everything that we do. We just talk through every skill set. Um, in our freezer, we have, uh, pictures over each of the doors that shows what ice cream so they can actually serve our um, customers as well um, they get social skills and um, like I said it just highlights the ability within every disability and the beautiful thing is we can find a place for all kinds of ability levels uh, within this truck and that has been so fulfilling for all of us I love that so much um, what you said about social skills, like that's so important. Like after these kids, you know, they, they're social while they're in school, but then when they get out of school, it's like, well, now what? And then they can still get, you know, they can be social. And so I yes. love that. It is good because Hunter's enjoyed spending time with his friends, but he's also enjoyed meeting new people. And, um, and so many people want their picture made with him. Yeah. And it, it has been great, but look at that. He's showing off his muscle. I think those are, that's an ice cream muscle you're looking at. So I heard 
I heard you talk about a young man named Justin one yes. time. Can you tell can you tell me about Justin? Justin was a phenomenal human being. He uh, was bound to a wheelchair his entire life. He he uh, was nonverbal, but he was able to have a part in in our ice cream truck. He sat out beside the serving window and Justin has a twin sister named Jada and Jada would work in the ice cream truck with Hunter and Justin would sit outside the serving window and he had a communication device. His dad helped him mash that communication device and he would tell the customers, enjoy your ice cream, have a nice day. And I'm telling you what, I'll never forget that experience. And we're so glad that we got to have that. Um, we lost Justin uh, last May and um, it, it was a hard day. I know it was a hard day for his family. It was a hard day for everybody who loves him. Um, but we'll always take those memories uh, with us. It was it was wonderful to see him uh, be a an ice cream expert as well. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I know when I, I heard you tell that story um, before and it brought tears to my eyes because my daughter, she's five. So a job, you know, that's nothing that, that I have thought about. But when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, like it just touched me. So Charlie, this is a picture of Charlie. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I know. I was thinking like if you hired based on cuteness, like she's in. Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. She's hired. <laughs> Thank you. So like I said, you know, she's only five. Um, but she's in a wheelchair and, and she's nonverbal and, you know, she doesn't have a communication device or anything like that yet, but hopefully one day she would. And, and I thought, you know, something like this, maybe she could come work for you guys one day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we want her to be a part and that's just yeah. it. We hope in years to come. And by the time that she reaches an age where she's interested in working, we hope to have a fleet of ice cream trucks um, yeah. on the road because, this isn't just uh, a need here in rural DeKalb County. Mm -hmm. This is a need across the state. This is a need across the country and even the yeah. world. We've yeah. had people reach out to us from all kinds of countries um, interested in what we do because we see that this isn't just something that we found within the, the community of Down syndrome. Um, there's, a, there's families across the board who, who are facing the same challenges as us and who sees the potential within their child. And, um, and so we hope to continue expanding so that those opportunities are available. Yeah, it's, it's so inspiring, like what you do and, and the kids and then like for other families to see. And then, you know, like getting these kids out of the house and stuff like that, like it's, it's good for the families too, because in some cases it's, it's not, it's not so easy to get out of the house. So, so this would be a good way, something to look forward to for a good reason to get out of the house and just something fun and fulfilling. Like, I love it. So cool. So we have another question. What I just find, I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 you go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. I think it's saying our connection is unstable. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, but one of the beautiful things that I have enjoyed so much, not only seeing Hunter succeed daily, mm -hmm. but also uh, there's probably not many days that goes by that one of our experts doesn't reach out and say, Miss Michelle, when can I work? 
or their parents. Um, last A few weeks ago, I had a parent send me a text uh, the day after her daughter worked and she said, I've not seen my daughter smile this big in a long time. Thank you. She's not stopped smiling. And uh, that makes it worth it. Um, we put a lot of work into this, but every minute of work is worth it just to see these smiles and, and see that these uh, beautiful people are able to invest in the world and contribute. And then the world is able to do the same uh, for them. And uh, they, everybody walks away a better person. Right. And something, something that I've learned so far, like in like being a parent of a special needs kid, like the world, like it, it really is. A, I know everybody has different experiences, but ours so far, like it's a really kind place, and people are just full of love, and they're so kind, and they really care. So, I love that y'all are like getting out there, and you know, and it has a chance for for people to interact and get involved and show how much they care. Well, I've often said that in the last year and a half, two years, the world truly has become a scary place if you just watch the news or read the newspaper. But I wish everybody could view the world through the door of an ice cream truck. Um, it It's not a scary place at all. It's a beautiful yeah. place with so much hope and, and so much possibility. And, um, and we are so thankful that we've been given this opportunity. No, I love that. I per I'm not big into watching news like I watch a little bit if I have to but you're right you see some scary stuff so the question we have is what is crossing points at Alabama all about so crossing points is a post-secondary program for uh, young adults who have intellectual disabilities and uh, crossing points has three a three-tier program I believe it starts out in high school and then maybe it's a transitional program uh, for summer and then um, they have a program for um, the spring and the fall semesters uh, where these uh, young adults who have intellectual disabilities actually get a collegiate experience and they learn um, they learned employment skills and they learn um, independent living skills and and then of course they have the college experience as well as well so I know when Hunter was born I feared that he might not ever have opportunities and to think that these college campuses are opening up opportunities for all kinds of people it's it's wonderful yeah for sure so Hunter do you like football I like all of them he likes all sports oh are you an Alabama or Auburn fan Oh, you're going to tell her what that means? He's for four teams. So you would oh. think he was a, he's a good politician. He keeps everybody happy, <laughs> right? Do you want to tell her the four teams that you pull for? Auburn. Uh-huh. UAB. UAB. Uh-huh. Alabama. Alabama. And Louisiana. And LSU for some reason. Oh, you don't hear that much. You don't, you don't hear about people pulling for more than one, but that's good. That's a great way to be. <laughs> yeah, it keeps everybody happy. Yeah, that's funny. So can you tell us about y'all's contract with the University of Alabama? Yes, I can. Um, so we had reached out actually to the Crossing Points program um, with an interest in um, hopefully being able to set up and hopefully to give a portion of our proceeds back to that program to help scholarship the student. Um, and uh, the, the way that it worked out, I don't know if any of the listeners are familiar with Walt Gary. 
But Walt was a super fan at the University of Alabama. And Walt happened to have Down syndrome. And a few years ago, we saw a story about Walt on ESPN game day. And um, I was drawn to it, one, because he had Down syndrome, and two, because his last name was Gary, which is my maiden name. Um, and then sadly, the following year after we saw that, Walt passed away. Um, and then the next fall, someone actually sent Hunter a shirt that said, be like Walt. And I had posted a picture of him on Facebook and Instagram with that shirt. Well, Walt's uh, mom actually saw that picture and she realized that Hunter in the picture was the same uh, CEO, was the CEO of a little something extra, which she'd been following as well. So uh -huh. she reached out to us and she was very instrumental in helping us communicate with the Crossing Points program. And um, so then through that, the University of Alabama extended a contract with us. Hunter just brushed his teeth, and I guess he's showing those off to you now. Good. But the University of Alabama um, extended a contract, so every home game now we are setting up on the quad on Sixth Avenue, selling ice cream to to all the fans. And uh, so far, we've had two mm -hmm. games. We have five more to go this yeah. fall, and it's been it's been the most amazing experience. That is so cool. My brother is a big Alabama fan and he, he goes to a lot of games. So I'm going to tell him to look for y'all. Yes, please do. We are also uh, working in collaboration with the Eagles program in Auburn. And our goal is to add another college campus to um, our presence every year. So hopefully next football season, you'll see a little something extra at the University of Alabama. And then you'll also see um, a presence at Auburn University as well. How cool. That would be neat. So, Hunter, what, yes. what is your favorite experience so far while running the ice cream truck? Huh. I like to be my friend. He likes to be with his friends. That is a lot of fun, isn't it? Uh-huh. What about you, Michelle? I have so many experiences. It would be hard to, to narrow it down to one, but I've seen um, – parents and I've seen experts start crying um, the parents cried when when they would see their child succeed and the experts have cried when we would pay them at the end of the shift and uh, you you just see in their tears of joy obviously they're not they're not sad tears by no means and that will always stand out in my mind and and as I mentioned earlier the kindness of people um I will never forget all of the kindness of people who just want to be a part, uh, who, who want to give part of, of give money back to the program because they, they value everything that Hunter and the experts are doing. And, um, and those have been my most favorite things. And now I've taken a year of leave from teaching because the business is expanding and, and I need to be available for it. So spending every day with this young man has been a highlight as well. <laughs> I bet. Um, so what about, so the different types of ice cream? Like, what do you, like when I think of an ice cream truck for, and like I said, we never had one. I don't even know that I've ever, I think I've like seen one in passing, seen them on TV. But when I think ice cream truck, I think like dipped ice cream. But I know that's not, it's like prepackaged, right? Yes. So we carry novelty ice cream, much like people remembered who chased the ice cream truck down their street when they were a child. And so we have a lot of character pops. We have the bomb pops. We have ice cream sandwiches. 
we generally carry anywhere from 10 to 25 uh, varieties. It just depends. And of course, COVID has affected everything, including ice cream availability. Um, so when you see us at the University of Alabama, you're going to see between 10 and 12 options just because uh, we try to carry more of every product so that we have it available. Um, but when we um, are having an event, we'll carry anywhere from 18 to 25 varieties. Um, and they're delicious. We have frozen lemonades and uh, oh like God. Hunter mentioned, his chips galore. Uh, sandwich. So we do just have a variety of pre-packaged ice cream. So what about is um, what's like your top seller? Just curious. Um, so it truly depends on our location. Um, but I, I guess we're going to have to say it's the chips galore because I can't tell you how many people say, Hunter, what's your favorite ice cream? He says chips galore and they say, OK, I want to try it. So that one that one has been a big seller. When we can get in the Snickers ice cream bars, we sell a lot of those, too. They're on back order right now. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, they're good. Um. So you you talked about the, the future some. So y'all are going to have more trucks. And and I think you answered me, like not just for Alabama, but maybe even expanding out of state, right? Yes. So um, our number one goal is to provide as many opportunities in, as we can. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen that having a presence on college campuses is one way to do that. Another way is we have created a license agreement. And so our first license agreement who will come under our umbrella is Arc of DeKalb County, where uh, they will provide community-based employment for the people that they serve. Um, and so they can go out into the community and just as, as we do, serve to a variety of businesses and uh, hospitals, organizations where um, the people that they serve can, can serve ice cream into the community. And then, you know, that's a win-win. Yeah. Um, but we do have other people from within our state and outside of the state who are interested in starting um, one of our ice cream trucks as well. So those are things that we hope to uh, see in the very near future. So exciting. It is exciting. So Michelle, you're not only a business owner, a um, special education teacher, but you're also a published author, right? Yes, yes, we are, or I am, uh, thanks to Hunter. Uh -huh. um, uh, we just published a first book back in August of last year. It's uh -huh. called Stars in My Eyes. Uh -huh. And if you'll see, it also features our A Little Something <gasps> Extra Ice Cream Truck. Yeah. It does. You need to stop. And then on the back cover, you'll see Hunter. You can tell that Hunter is a whole lot of fun to be uh -huh. with always. He's doing his dance moves. <laughs> and there's a picture of our ice cream truck. But the name Stars in My Eyes actually comes from a characteristic that's present in the eyes of a lot of people with, with Down syndrome. And it's called Brushfield Spots. And I think he's trying to show you the stars in his eyes. They do look a lot like stars. And while it's, it is a characteristic, and, and as far as I know, no one really knows why it's present. When I started seeing that, I just saw that it was a sign for possibilities that yeah. Hunter, Hunter was made to shine, just like the stars in the sky. And, um, and it has been great. And in the back of the book, well, you can see that a lot of our ice cream experts have been featured. Yeah. Um, and that's a whole lot of fun. But we also brought in um, 
several of our ice cream experts to do their own rendition of Van Gogh's Starry Night. So you can see their artwork there. Yeah. And they were able to have their photograph, a biography, and their artwork featured. So now they're not only ice cream experts, but they can say that they've helped illustrate a book as well. Yeah. Um, and so this has been just a wonderful accomplishment for our family. Um, mm -hmm. And for, uh, we feature all of our children um, in the ice cream, because I have two other children, Hope, she's 23 and she's a student at Auburn University. And then we have Brody, he's 15 years old and he's a sophomore in high school. Um, so they are featured in the book and um and then we have a second book that's scheduled to release in november if everything continues to fall into place it's called superpowers and mm -hmm. it's where um we talk about the day that a person with down syndrome is born because i know from our own personal experience it was scary uh, yeah. the doctors tried to focus on on what Hunter would not accomplish. And, and it wasn't because we had mean doctors. We had terrible doctors. I mean, we have wonderful doctors, but they wanted to prepare us. Right. Um, we had really good doctors. But I just think if they would just tell that there is so much possibility. So we tell about the day a child with Down syndrome is born, except that we never use the words Down syndrome we use superpowers. Yeah. And it is just uh, an amazing book. I don't know, but what it might not be a smidgen better than stars in my eyes. They're, they're kind of like children. They're different, but they're all wonderful. Yeah. Uh, they're both wonderful. Uh, and we feature all three of our children in that as well. Um, and we can't wait to, to showcase that one in a few months. So cool. So where can we find those books? So Stars in My Eyes is currently available on uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Books a Million. Uh, we can also be uh, autograph these books and mail those out. So if someone cool. wants to personally reach out to us, we keep these in stock and we can, uh, we can autograph those and send them out as well. And once um, Superpowers is available, the same thing will apply. I believe they'll be available on uh, those three outlets of Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and then we'll have those here. So cool. So what you said about the doctors, like focus, focusing, like preparing you and focusing on um, maybe not the most positive things, you know, and a lot of other people probably go have that same experience. So what is so great about what you're doing? You're focusing on the, um, the positive things and, and, and like with the books and and so that's great. So you're doing what the doctors aren't doing. So I love that. And, and what I love about books too is, you know, they're going to be around long after us still advocating and still spreading awareness and, and being positive. Because I feel like after a diagnosis, you know, after the initial shock and, and it being so scary, that's kind of one of the first things you do, especially after they get, get older, like you look for books and stuff like that. So for them to find your book, it would give them hope. And so I think that's awesome. Thank you. And that's exactly <laughs> what, what we hope to do is give hope to parents. And uh, even while we've been at the University of Alabama, there have been so many families that wanted to reach out to us that we had one from California. We, we had them from all over the country just this past weekend. And the first weekend we were there just to meet Hunter and to thank us for giving them hope. 
yeah. and that's what the world needs across the board. Um, and they need to see, look, look at this handsome guy. And he's, he's so much fun. And, and what I want to tell people, because the day Hunter was born, I felt like life as we knew it had changed and maybe not in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And life as we knew it did change, but for the better, for the I, better. Yeah. And that's what I want people to say, receiving a diagnosis of Down syndrome or any other diagnosis that maybe a parent was not prepared for it's not a death sentence I mean gosh I I look at life with such different eyes now and and I like to think because of Hunter he's better even when he's acting like he's a puppy dog (laughs) I I totally agree after um my daughter Charlie you know after she was diagnosed and and it was kind of like it was a slow process because we had no idea when she was born. She started having seizures when she was three months old. And then, you know, eventually she got a diagnosis and, and doctors would, well, to be honest, the doctors didn't know much about her diagnosis, but we found a group, thankfully on Facebook. And we would, you know, we saw certain things and, and we couldn't really picture that for Charlie. Um, but as she's grown, you know, it, it's, it doesn't really make a difference. It just, it is, you know, she is who she is. Yes. And, and exactly what you said, like, and then, you know, people would kind of like pity us or feel sorry for us. And it's like, no, it's, you know, it's okay. Everything's great. You know, they, you, you see the world so different. Yes. So different after. Yes. And I think that's also been uh, a wonderful thing about the truck and the books and and the media attention so thank you for giving us that opportunity because you know in hunter's early years i would just get sickened when people might stare and now i'm like well wait they're staring because that he's famous (laughs) they're staring because he has an ice cream truck because let me tell you nobody i don't think was ever excited to see me coming until i was driving an ice cream truck now people are even excited to see me pull up (laughs) that's so funny that's so wonderful um so do you have any specific advice for new parents with um a child with down syndrome i mean well you just kind of talked about you know like it's definitely not a death sentence like there's wonderful things ahead but is there anything else well, it is a beautiful journey, and um, one of the one of the wonderful things about this journey are all the connections that we've made. Some of the best friends I've ever had in my life came through the journey of Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and so I, I I choke up when I think about it. But I encourage all families to reach out and find it's I say a support group, but you don't necessarily need support. You just need people who who understand and um and and another thing is just be prepared to celebrate every single milestone because whatever milestone that your typical children reach your other child is going to reach those too it might take a little longer but but they're going to get there and you're going to realize that every single milestone is so very sweet um So what I want to tell to any new parent who's just now entering this journey is congratulations. They don't call us the chosen few for any, no reason at all. There is a reason. And um, 
And I'm so thankful to be among that as I'm certain you are too. Yes, no, and and I totally agree, like reaching out and, you know, finding people like you because it, it can be like at first, I think you froze up. Can you still hear me? Yes, it, it, it froze up, but I can hear you okay, now. Okay. Thank you. Um, froze up. Yeah. Um, but yes, I totally agree because at first it can, it can feel kind of like, well, well, why, you know, and you feel kind of by yourself, but then when you find that group of people, you know, it, you just feel better. You're not alone. You're not alone. And, and, you know, cause it's easy, like as far as like milestones and stuff, when your child is little and, and you get on Facebook and you scroll and it's like, well, everybody else is, is doing this and that, and, and my baby's not. But then when you find your crew, your group, you see like, oh, everything's fine. And then, you know, from that, it just, it gets better. Yes, you know? it does get better. And um, the, the thing is, I, I always tell this about the ice cream truck always, and I hate to keep going back to it, no. but <laughs> it has opened doors. You know, I remember sitting back and watching Hunter's classmates uh, participate in all-star sports or or go and do things that Hunter was not there yet mm -hmm. to be a part of. And this ice cream truck has opened doors. Uh, now, now he has taken it into college campuses. Uh, he's taken it into baseball tournaments. He's taken it in and served CEOs of big corporations. He's, you, you know, everything. It's been a different avenue, but he's been able to have a part in all of the things that the younger version of me feared that he was going to miss out on. So yeah. it, it has just come full circle and it's been a beautiful circle. Gosh, you've given me chills. And he's a CEO himself. So I know. And apparently he's just feeling like playing charades today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so as we come to a close today, I wanted to ask, how is Hunter making the transition from the school system to community living? And, and what does that look like? So as for now, Hunter is still living with us at home. Uh, he has his eyes on a million dollar home that he's wanting to purchase. So he's got to sell a whole lot more ice cream, but it's big enough that I think we still could live with him. <laughs> um, he started the ice cream adventure before he graduated. And so that worked out well because he wasn't just thrown from going to school every day into a completely different uh, avenue. So that transition has been very easy. Um, he feels like he's a college student because he has the presence on game day at a college university. Uh, so as for us, we've not had any issues uh, with the transition from high school um, to post-secondary life, but um, he, he still gets to go back and visit his high school. We served the teachers there a couple weeks ago. And he said, are you checking me in? And I said, oh, no, you're a has-been. You're graduated. His younger <laughs> brother still attends school. So Hunter's very active in all of the football games and uh, the extracurricular activities there. So it, it's been a great process for us. So I am willing to bet that your other two kids like, cause Charlie has a little sister named Parker and just seeing the way she is with Charlie, like it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. So, and I'm excited for her future, you know, well, both yes. of their, but like, I'm, I bet your other two kids are like, 
awesome too. They are amazing. Um, Hope is actually um, at Auburn in her final semester and she's majoring in political science and, and getting a minor in adult education. And you know why she's wanting to do that? Because she loves people. And we know why she loves people so much. And and Brody, uh, he is just the most kind-hearted person. He's he's just great. And and I know that we are in the spotlight a lot with Hunter, but I can't tell you enough about Hope and, and Brody and what amazing human beings they are. And I do believe it's because Hunter has opened up a new dimension of them that they might not have ever tapped into had he not been a part of their life. Right, right. And the same for us. Like our kids have opened up new dimensions for us too. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I wasn't a special education teacher when Hunter was born. Um, I have a business degree and I went back and got that. And it was so great to be able to communicate with my parents of my students, because not only was I communicating with them professionally as their child's teacher but they knew that I was relatable because I walked the same journey as they they were on and uh, I loved that too that is so special so special um so where can we find y'all like a future public events Well, come look for us on the quad every home game at the University of Alabama. And like I said, hopefully doors are going to be open to where we will not only be in Tuscaloosa, but Auburn as well. We do a lot of private events, so that makes it a little more difficult uh, for us to advertise where we're going to be because those are private events. But if you have an event that you would like a little something extra to be a part of, please reach out to us. Um, We have traveled to Chattanooga. Tennessee all the way you know as far south as Tuscaloosa um we hope to expand um as I mentioned so we we're interested in any events that are out there and hope that that we can make that a possibility um, as well I think Hunter likes watching himself on the tv I mean on the computer screen as well oh that well that's so cool I was going to ask how far y'all would travel um and then like the private events, mm-hmm. we all do like what type of private events? Uh, we have done just a variety. Like I said, a lot of the events that we've done have been to go into um corporations and serve their employees because at this time you know it's a little more of a difficult time and where there are employee shortages or extra demands on employees because of the pandemic it's amazing what a three or four dollar ice cream can do to bolster the morale of employees but we've gone in and we have uh, served to healthcare professionals as well we've done birthday parties and Mm -hmm. block parties for communities and uh, neighborhoods Um, we've done back to school events and of course some festivals, but we're always open to new ideas. We're never going to just put ourselves in a box and say, this is what we do. And that's it. Um, we are always looking for new opportunities. And like I said, this year, we would love some indoor events during the winter months. Mm -hmm. So cool. Um, So is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you think a member of the community would benefit from hearing? Um, I think that we've covered it all. I just um, want people, whether you are a part of the special needs community or not, to realize that 
there's an opportunity for every single person on this earth. Every person was born with a God-given purpose. And I know I'm thankful that that the good Lord gave us the direction to be able to highlight it, but it doesn't stop with us. It, it's it's a um, community effort. Uh, it, it wouldn't matter if we had the ice cream truck, if it just stayed parked in our yard, but it's a community effort where people are open armed to uh, accept us and to bring us in. And so what I challenge every person who's, who's watching or listening or who meets us is just to realize that you have a purpose. I have a purpose. Hunter has a purpose. Your child has a purpose. And, um, and, and I'm, I hope we can just continue expanding that as long as I'm drawing breath. <laughs> you have just like blown. I knew you were going to be great, but you have blown me away. You're such an inspiration. Um, this has been incredible. This has been so much fun. And I'm definitely, I want to keep in touch and I'm definitely going to reach out. Um, yes, I, I hope we can. Thank yeah. You. So, Hunter, it was so good to meet you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he never does this. I know people are like, yeah, right. But I, like I said, I think he is filling his Cheerios today, which is, is good. I'm glad he's he's uh, feeling enthusiastic. So do you have anything you'd like to tell her, Hunter? I did. I did something. Yeah, maybe tell her. Just thanks for having us on this podcast today. It's been great. You're welcome. And hey, and I speak cat too. All right. Well, she likes cats and dogs. His <laughs> sister has a dog named Trooper and Hunter calls him his nephew. So maybe he was just trying to connect with Trooper today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, this was so much fun. And I guess that covers it. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Hannah. It was great to meet you. Y'all too. I see that phone. Yeah, isn't that nice? He got that last week. Oh, Thank that's you. a podcast. Oh yeah, oh, he's, he's bringing it up. Cool. All righty. Well, we're just gonna wave bye to the camera. See you bye. guys. Thank later. you, everybody. Bye.